The FT. The prospect of early elections in Italy has come closer after Silvio Berlusconi's ruling coalition suffered a series of setbacks in local elections. One of the worst results for the Premier was in Milan, Berlusconi's hometown, where his candidate was denied the easy victory she'd been expecting. On the line from Milan is Rachel Sanderson, who's been covering the elections for the FT. Rachel, what happened in Milan and why was the outcome such a blow for Berlusconi? Milan is that Letizia Morati, who was the candidate for Silvio Berlusconi and had been mayor for 15 years, had a very unexpected shock last night. The left-wing opposition candidate, a gentleman called Giuliano Pisapia, ended up taking 48% of the vote, compared with Miss Morati's 41% of the vote. It's the first time in 20 years that the centre-right, so Berlusconi's centre-right, um, hasn't achieved uh, more than 50% of the vote at the first round of the elections in Milan. Do we know what it was that, that undermined support for Berlusconi most in the city? Was it the economy or the recent sex scandal and corruption charges he's been facing? I think there's several things that, are, that have come together at the same time. You have to remember Milan is the commercial centre of Italy, but probably more importantly in the case of Berlusconi and why it's so important to him, it is the area where he built his commercial career to become a billionaire media mogul. It's also the place that he built his political career. So the city has always been very closely linked to him. The Milanese, though, the sort of core Milanese, the commercial, the bankers, the professional classes who very much dominate the city here have very much been turned off in the last few months by what they see as the excesses of Berlusconi, which you've seen most clearly with allegations that he paid for sex with an underage woman from Morocco who goes by the stage name of Ruby. It has not helped him in Milan that the actual trial on these charges is taking place here in the city. And these two factors are seen as very much what has turned the Milanese against him, who have been his core supporters for 20 years. What were the issues that dominated the campaign? The issues that dominated the campaign, as we've seen a lot in Italian politics over the last six months, were an awful lot of very vicious character assassination that predominantly came from the centre-right, so from Mr Berlusconi, and quite surprisingly actually came also from Ms Moratti, who is the the mayoral candidate here, that is Mr Berlusconi's choice, towards the centre-left. And this in particular went down very, very badly with uh, the Milan voters. What you didn't hear was a lot of concentration on core issues, such as taxes, such as transportation. The only other issue that really came in was another very vicious um, amount of campaigning that came from Berlusconi's main coalition partner, which was the Northern League, who took a very strong anti-immigration line. How did Berlusconi's party fare in other battleground cities, such as Bologna, Turin and Naples? In Bologna and Turin, the centre-left opposition won the mayoral seats by a landslide. Those have been traditionally leftist cities, but there was doubt coming up to the vote whether they'd be able to hold on to them, and they did manage to do so. In Naples, there was another upset for Berlusconi. It had been expected that his centre-right party would unseat the centre-left very easily, who've, who've held Naples for sort of 16 years. What actually happened in the end is that his party came very close 
won, but only by a tiny margin, with an independent leftist party having taken about 28% of the vote compared to 38% of the vote for Berlusconi's party. So what's going to happen in that case, as in Milan, is that we're going to go to a runoff in two weeks' time. So that was another shock result. Absolutely. And what have the coalition partners, the Northern League themselves, have they done badly as well? Yes, this was another big surprise because polls had shown beforehand that even if Berlusconi had some sort of damage to voting and lost some votes as a result of his sort of sex scandals and corruption scandals, the Northern League were going to gain votes. This isn't what happened at all in Milan itself, which also is where very much the Northern League comes from. They lost 5% of the vote and they even failed to take in the first round of voting the mayoral seat in the small town outside Milan where the party actually started. So it's been a real upset for them too. And how have they responded? Are there signs that the coalition is beginning to fall apart as a result? What we've seen, unusually, the main point we've seen is that Berlusconi has disappeared and is saying nothing at all. This is incredibly unusual and shows a sign of quite what a shock this has been to him. He usually is very, as a media mogul, very much in the the eye of the media at all opportunities. What has happened instead is that the Northern League have gone into a huddle at their um, headquarters just outside Milan, and Berlusconi and his cabinet have gone into a huddle in Rome. The impression that we're getting is that they are trying the Berlusconi's coalition and Berlusconi to downplay the impact of the, what has happened in Milan, whereas it's very clear that the Northern League are having serious thoughts about how they are going to position themselves in the future. And what about the left? Is it in a position to capitalise on the disarray that's resulted from these local elections? That does remain to be seen. Historically, the centre-left have not proved very active in being able to capitalise on the disarray of the centre-right, which is one of the reasons why Berlusconi has remained in power for, in total, 16 years. What we have seen, though, is that we have the runoff in Milan in two weeks' time, and this will be a major opportunity for the left, if they can keep together and keep coherent, to be able to take the city, which would be an enormous blow to Berlusconi going forward and could quite easily destable his coalition permanently. Do you think that Berlusconi has now lost his image of invincibility and that this, is a, this really marks a turning point? I think that it's certainly the case that what has happened in Milan has given a very strong sign that things are changing in Italy's and people in Italy and people's support even among his most core voters is shifting. However, he has proved extremely tenacious over a lengthy amount of time and whereas we may be seeing here or we are most likely seeing here the beginning of the end of Berlusconi it is still not clear at all when that ending will actually come for more downloads go to ft.com forward slash podcasts